0: good morning this is dave
1: this is susan
0: (laughs) we're changing it up today welcome drain wreck marriage we're uh man it's been difficult three weeks i've been sick for three weeks missed last week um just really um a lot of coughing a lot of not figuring out where to go and how to get there that's that's kind of where our life is today and um I, I really don't have a great clue to where this is going um, but there's two scriptures first Peter 5:7 six and 7 and Matthew 6:34. Humble yourself therefore under God's mighty hand and he'll lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. The other one's Matthew 6 34. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. You know, and me and Susan were talking this morning and just kind of, you know, how far do you plan out? What does that look like? You know, um, because it's, it's as humans, we want to know what the end result is. We want to know where we're going. We want to know what it looks like. Um, you know, and, and it's really hard. To just be in today. Enjoy today. Enjoy the time today. Enjoy the positives of today. Cause sometimes we get so wrapped up in next month, next week, next year, next this, next that. You know, how are we gonna fit this all in the schedule? Where's God going? Is he gonna use us? Is he not? What does this look our minds just run crazy? Um, you know, and and I think about you know, the scripture of, you know, your mind's evil, your, your mind doesn't have the heart of God. And, and, you know, I, I think a lot of times in marriage, we get into that point where we, we forecast what the next six months of marriage will look like instead of just enjoying today, enjoying the day we've got. The comment is made around the house and it was made this morning of God didn't promise us tomorrow. What if today's your last day on earth? If you knew for a fact, if you got a got a text message from God that said, hey, enjoy today, you'll be dead tomorrow. Mm. How would that change your outlook for the day? Because it, it really shouldn't. And, you know, when you talk, talk about appreciating your spouse and, you know, loving them the way they need to be loved and the the kids and grandkids and what conversations would you have? And, um, you know, when, when you wrap this whole bowl of wax into one thing, it gets very confusing and, and we're in a time of waiting. We've said that before. We don't know where God's going. We don't know where he's going to use us. Um, which sometimes makes it worse we knew where we were going then then we would screw it up but we at least we'd know where we were going um i don't know
1: well and i think um so you know the thoughts that are running through my head okay so then do you not plan anything or where's the line between planning and um trying to figure out you know like i think about you know we're going on vacation for our 30th anniversary at the end of this month well we've planned that trip we've planned where we're going to go we've planned um kind of what we're going to do to a certain degree is that wrong i don't think so because um we're trusting that if god brings us to those days that we've booked off that you know we will we'll get there and we're just trusting that it's okay to have a plan kind of of what of what we're going to do um and then if he chooses not to bring us to those days and something happens and we either have to cancel or change or just being okay with that but then you take the flip side of i'm trying to figure out what i'm going to do at work this summer if my part-time girl is going to stay if she's not going to stay And that's where we kind of got in the conversation this morning of not necessarily trying to figure it out. And, you know, David mentioned there's no sense worrying about it. And it's not that I'm worrying. I'm just trying to kind of come up with a plan. And so there's a lot of gray areas in, yes, there's no guarantee that we're going to be here tomorrow. Um, And living today as if it were our last But yet also trusting that God's going to give you days ahead and trying to be in his will, but yet, um, you know, kind of have a plan for, for what, you know, either you want to do or. Uh, need to do or it's just a gray area in my head because it's easier said than done of just living for today when i know that there's situations that are going to be coming down the road that i'm going to have to try to that i feel like i'm going to have to try to come up with a plan when god already has it all figured out
0: well and i think that's kind of the point is is what our plans are not his plans we we don't know where it goes. And, and again, that's, that's kind of where, where my head is, is do we enjoy today Mm -hmm. or do we just get through today so that we can get to our plans tomorrow? Do, do we enjoy the, the time that we're with people or, or God's wanting to speak through you in a moment, um, or are we in such a hurry to get our plans done for today that we just don't have time?
1: Or we plan in such a way that we miss opportunities that right. God puts in front of us?
0: Exactly. and that that's kind of my my point. I'm not saying planning's bad or at least talking about it and I I'm, I'm not but I, I think sometimes we rush through the day to get to the end of the day to get all of our plans done when really, at the end of the day, we don't know if we're going to be alive tomorrow. And, and you know, you say, well, that's kind of tongue in cheek. I'm, I'm 30 years old. I'm 50 years old. I'm, I'm whatever, you know, I'm not 90, you know, I've got plenty of time left. Um, I debate that. I don't know that you have plenty of time left. And, and so that's what, you know, I, I agree. We can't go aimlessly through life. And I get that. Um, and and there's a line between planning, worrying and trying to figure it out for lack of a better word when when really some of it'll work out on its own and we don't need to do anything. I mean, and I think, you know, there's a lot of scriptures in there about worrying and what that looks like and anxiety and and I guess at the end of the day that's I'm I'm kind of circling back around do you really enjoy today? Because tomorrow's not going to be any better. I mean, really, if you think about it, look over your last week. Was tomorrow ever just hugely great? And yesterday was completely horrible. They What I find in my life is they tend to even out, average out. Eh, there's some little better days or a little worse days, but they're all the same days.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, we're all given 24 hours in a day and we get to choose essentially what we do with it, um, which is, you know, could spiral into a whole nother conversation of, you know, what are you choosing to do with the days that you're given? Because again, you don't know how many days you have, um, but like I said, it's just kind of a muddy area because, you know, if you're not planning, are you being irresponsible? If But if you're living each day to the fullest because you don't know if you're promised tomorrow, then why plan for tomorrow? You know, it's, it's kind of um, maybe just something for you guys to think about, you know, and if you got an answer, please let me know because... The thing of it is is especially in marriage but really in all relationships. I'm more of a planner. David is not a planner. And so to for the most part, I mean yes, he he plans things and yes, we schedule our we schedule our technicians or we schedule his day for him to go do service work and stuff, but for the most part and we we have grown to kind of be fly by the seat of your pants kind of things which drives my mom crazy because she is very much a planner she wants to know when we're leaving what time we're getting there how, what it looks like when we're coming home
0: where we're stopping w- what yeah we where do? we're stopping yeah. where
1: we're staying how and we're just kind of like i don't know however it works out we'll leave when
0: well i think probably the best trip we've ever had was our last family trip yeah and it was a strictly what are we going to do tomorrow and, and planning it out as it goes. And I guess that's my question. Do we plan ourselves into unhappiness?
1: Or disappointment, I think. Or disappointment. What's that's, going through my yeah. head is disappointment. Like, do we, usually when things get planned and we plan things, but what happens when they don't, when our plans fail or they don't happen and then we're disappointed or we're unhappy or we get frustrated or... You know, I have noticed in my many years of life that when we, you know, the word expectation is coming to mind as well, is when we expect something to happen and then it doesn't, that's when the frustration or the disappointment or the hurt or the anger or whatever the emotion is comes into play because we have expected our day to go this way or we have expected somebody to act a certain way and then when that doesn't happen or we expect somebody to react a certain way and when that doesn't happen then our expectation didn't get met so then it it stirs up all these emotions when we can't expect I can't you know, there, we can't necessarily put expectations on other people because they're going to disappoint. Um, not always, but often.
0: Well, and I guess that's the thing is, it's kind of the the mindset behind it. Um, you know, sometimes our, our, like you said, our expectations get so black and white. And then when it doesn't happen, that ruins our whole day you were mad for the day we're, we're this, we're mad at this person. And, you know, I think even when you relate it to marriage, you, you have certain expectations of your spouse, of what they should do or shouldn't do. And, and then you get into the whole conversation of grace and mercy and, and, and it gets kind of muddy and i agree with that but i also how do we break it down to a simpler thing because satan's going to turn your day upside down cuz nothing will make him happier than you being mad at the whole world right so you know with with his goals being what they are and our goals being what what they are and then you got god's goals in the middle and where do they match and I guess that's kind of my point is sometimes we, we, we plan, number one, we, we don't know if we're going to be alive next week. Um, something could happen. People die every day. Um, the other thing is, you know, are, are we banking on ourselves and the world around us? What are we banking on? What, what are we chasing What's the goal? And I guess my thing is with that, we we get to the point sometimes to where our plans are more important than the world, than God, than Satan, than everybody else. You know, we're going to do what we do. And, you know, to a point it gets to the, the point that it's like, what's the... What's the goal here for the day? And I guess that's kind of where I you know, you go to work, you expect things to happen, they don't happen. It ruins your day. You're mad all night. You've got all of this. Was it really worth it? Was was it are your are your plans set too hard? And then when it doesn't happen, then it becomes a horrible reaction. Um you know, I, I think back in our marriage and and all the years of stuff where um, we both expected the other one to do something. And then when it didn't happen, because we'd planned it out that way, mm-hmm. then it's like the whole world come to an end. And I think that's part of the scripture, you know, is when you really dive into it, we create a... Fallacy world that we expect to happen, and if our expectations aren't met, we're mad, we're upset, we hate people, we do this and and we do that in marriage. I mean, you know, there's certain things I expect Susan to do. There's certain things she expects me to do. Um, and at what point does that deteriorate your day, your marriage? When really, if you knew it was your last day, would you handle it differently?
1: And would it even matter? You know, expectations are, um, you know, an example that keeps coming to mind is yesterday. Yesterday, I the trash was full, so I emptied the trash can. David was sitting in his chair. In my mind... He's watching me take, get the trash out of the trash cans, take it to the trash barrel out by the road, come back, put the trash, you know, the new trash bags in the trash can. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, when I was walking outside to the road to put it in the trash can, I thought, well, maybe he'll put the trash bags in the trash can. Just assuming, expecting, he's seeing me doing this why wouldn't he get up why wouldn't he get up and put the trash bags in the trash can but the thing of it is is he can't read my mind and right. what's important to me may or may not be important to him and you know so i was expecting him to read my mind and see me doing the trash and because my dad, that was his thing, is my dad took out the trash I don't know that my mom ever took out the trash so, you know, in my mind it's the guy's job to take out the trash even though I do it a large portion of the time he's, if, unless I would if if I would have said, hey, I'm gonna take out the trash, can you put the bags in the trash can he may have, he probably would have may not have been in my timetable, but he can't read my mind, you know, and I think so many times we expect them to think like we think. Well, that just doesn't happen. Men don't think like women think and women don't think like men think. And so I didn't get mad or upset about the whole trash thing. In the past, I would have, stewed and frustrated all night long over it because he didn't automatically just get up and help me with the trash. Um, and so I think, again, and if I would have considered, hey, this could be my last day. Is this really a big deal? Does it really matter in the whole scheme of things? Is it worth hurting our relationship to... Be sit around, yeah, to win, to sit around and be frustrated and angry because he didn't do what I expected him to do, even though he may or may not have been clueless to what I was even doing.
0: Well, and I think the same thing, you know, there's you know, we're going to take this off road just a minute. Um, you know, I'm a guy. So there's times in my head I want sex and she doesn't do it. I mean, again, you make these plans in your head of how it should come out. And then when it doesn't, it ruins your whole day. It ruins your whole night. You're mad and stewing about it. And again, neither one of us are mind readers. Right. If something is not verbally said, I would have got up and put the trash cans in. I'll be honest with you. My head was running elsewhere. I was I was thinking about the prayer time and what scripture. But I was no more thinking about the trash or going, oh my gosh, what's she doing? Do I need to jump in and help? Should I? I? My head was locked in elsewhere. And so it wasn't my intent to make her do it. You know, and it, it did not register at all. I mean, I heard the banging and, and didn't really, because my head was engaged. Now, my question is, where do we give grace and mercy to our spouse? You know, when our expectations aren't met, well, they should have known. You know, and again, I I keep, at the end of the day, um, number one, if, If Susan would have known one of us were going to die today, um, the trash would not have been high priority, number one. Number two, you'd want to spend every moment with them and enjoy it. And I think, you know, sometimes in marriage we get so hell-bent on what we want or what we expect that we miss the enjoyment of the day. And... We get to carrying all this worry and anxiety. Am I going to take trash out forever? Is he never going to take that trash? I'm not saying, Susan, that went through her head. But my thing is, does it go through your head? And that's the reason why, you know, I am more of a wing it mode kind of guy. I do have a rough plan. I have a general idea. And I really, since cancer, I've been more in the camp of... I got goals tomorrow, and if I wake up, then we'll turn to plans. And if I don't, then, ah, no big deal. Um, but I think it's so much, you know, just back to the conversation of what are we going to do this summer? What's that look like? Man, God can do so much between now and then mm-hmm. that it may not even be a conversation by the time we get there. And where do you invest your time thinking about those things? planning those things, trying to make sure, dot, dot, dot. And and so it's kind of one of those things for me. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just questioning a lot of how far do I plan? Um, I get goals. My goal is to get this done this week. And, you know, it's, it's more of a goal. Um, but how far do I hard plan? How far do I take it to the point where I know, okay, dot, dot, dot. And like I said, it's for each of us, it's different. But I think of all the disaster that we create in the middle because our expectations aren't met. The plans didn't work out. We're mad. You know, God didn't show up when he was supposed to. He should be on our time clock. We called him and he didn't dot, dot, dot. I mean, Man, think of the misery and freedom there is in that. That's all right. Our dog's wanting out, so he's going (laughs) to ring the bell for a while. But, I mean, how many days do we ruin a year because of that?
1: More often than not, honestly. I think that, you know, our head gets in the way so much that we let it dictate our day, for me anyway. And, um, you know... I don't know. It's just given, we really didn't know where we were going. Um, but you know, it's given me a lot to think about and a lot of, um, you know, hopefully to do maybe things differently.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of the thing with this podcast is it's, it's our life. We don't have it figured out. Um, we're, we're stepping through as, as you guys are, we're at different stages Um, but, but we're in a very similar boat of, um, you know, like I said, I just look back at our marriage and there's not regret, but a lot of wasted days of being mad or a lot of wasted days or of worrying about how are we going to cover payroll Friday? And then God shows up and provides the money and then it's all taken care of. And I think of, man, I wasted two whole days worrying and fretting how the money's going to come in and are we going to be able to pay everybody? And God showed up Friday at noon. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, I I mean, sometimes I think that that planning and anxiety and worry, um, if you kept track of it, the things you're worrying about, how many times do they actually come true? I think that's because I think you're going to find it's a very small percentage. Um, And then the conversation of, was it your expectation? Did you apply something to someone else and expect them without ever a conversation being had? And then when it doesn't happen, again, we're not mind readers, neither one of us. And so it creates this. This anger inside, frustration—call it whatever you want to. I'm thinking, how many days have I wasted of my life being in that spot? Where really, if I'd had just been okay with the day being screwed up, and well, it's not gonna go perfect, but I'm gonna enjoy my time with my wife when I get home. I I just think that you know, as you look back, I think it it really creates a. Uh, A moment to pause.
1: Well, and I think, um, you know, I look back and I think, how many missed opportunities did I have to bless somebody because I was frustrated, somebody had made me mad, somebody had hurt my feelings, somebody had disappointed me, somebody had not met my expectations. Um, And so I guess that would be my encouragement today is, keep your eyes open for opportunities to be a blessing to somebody else, to encourage somebody else. Um, because when that happens, then you are blessed by blessing somebody else. Yeah. And, um, you know, when your day or somebody has upset you or just give it to God and then let it go. Because don't get so caught up in hanging on to it that again you missed you miss a blessing, uh, an opportunity to bless somebody else, even if it's your spouse or your kids, whoever you come home to at the end of the day, even if it's not even a stranger. You know, just um, we've got to learn to. I've got to learn to turn things over to God and stop hanging on to them because when I hang on to them then it affects how I act, interact with the people that are most important to me.
0: Well, and this just come to me. Quit being selfish. It's not all about you. Mm. And, and, you know, I we all get into that of it is all about me. And it is, you know, um, we're, we're very self-centered, focused in our mind. Um, and so it's, you know, uh, what about the other people around you? You know, at, at what point in time does it become about them and not me? Um, I think that's a great point because it really gets to the point to where um, it's just selfishness. We want our way. We want our day to go the way we want it. And we don't really care. God or anybody, stay out of our way. And, and you know, I, I think that um, I, there's a whole lot to unpack there. Because it really, um, when you start diving down why you do it, um, you really just want your day to go better and screw everybody else. They need to fall in line and do what they're told. Hmm. I mean, really, if you think it through, that's kind of the root of it is it's selfishness and no grace, no mercy. Um, What if God wants to change your day? Are you going to be mad about it? Minds are probably so unless you can just see God move greatly. I guess that's kind of my point is you know when when I started this, I didn't know where we were going, but really evaluate who you are and why your day got destroyed. Was it expectations? was it mind reading? was it was what was it? because at the end of the day um, we know a lot of people that's been divorced. We've been divorced. You know, at the end of the day, like in our case, is it worth throwing 30 years away? Because my expectations weren't met?
1: We've bad. been divorced to other people. We, are, we right. haven't been divorced well, that's, to that's each fine other.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was sitting here thinking, we've been divorced. Yeah. It, we, we've yeah. both been married before, before Correct. we married each other. And so, um, and that's the thing is there's a lot of, um, broken marriages, like a lot of people that we talk to, um, their marriage is either on the brinks or um, they're struggling or whatever the case may be. And um, a lot of it boils down to just being selfish and not seeing right. the other person's point of view or um, setting expectations on the other person and then when they're not met. Um, and so I'm going through a book that um, I'm sure at some point will be part of our podcast because it really separates. I mean, if we would really realize, and this is as simple as it gets, men are different than women, but we expect them to act the same. Right. Women, wives expect their spouse to have the same emotions and feelings and concerns And pay attention like we do. And men expect their wives to desire sex, to um, think like they do, to want what they want. And it's just simply not how God created us. Um, And women, as much as I don't want to say this, God created man to have a sexual drive. And if we aren't fulfilling that, then there's an opportunity for somebody else too right and men women have a god-given drive to want affection right and romance and i'm not going to say in all cases but in the majority of cases because there's a whole book on this exact subject so i can't be the only person right um and so but god designed women to want affection and to be loved and to be touched um, without having sex on the backside of it. And so, um, just, if you're struggling in your marriage, your husband, your wife are not, they're not going to think the way that you think. God created us differently. God created man and woman to have different needs and desires. When you get to heaven, you can ask him why. I don't know. But that's how he created us, and we. He wants to give us the ability to grow and take care of that need in one another.
0: Well, and I think a long hug. Just a long hug. Yeah. Not a, not a peck. See you, bye, love you. Sometimes it just you need a long hug. Yeah. Um. And it's like I said, it's it's a mixed bag, and and my thing is, the the thought I want to leave you with. Are you selfish? I can give you the answer yeah. and I don't even know you because our minds are selfish. Our minds are evil. Our minds what 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 want what we want. And when we don't get it, we're mad. So don't ruin your day over petty things that you know, one comment was made and this just hit me honey tell me 10 years ago what you were mad about and did it change our lives or or 15 years ago in the moment it was critical but we don't even remember the conversation we don't even remember it happened and and so really think about your days you go through it today and are you taking care of your spouse are you are you loving them or are you just wanting your way Hey, have a great day. We love you, and we'll be back next week. Bye.